welcome to Talk to Trev. I've got the very fucking heavy, really fucking heavy. Jeez. Okay, right. Okay, human nebula, okay, from Pretoria, South Africa, Johannesburg, South Africa, right. Human nebula, today you released uh, the cover version of Justin Bieber's Baby. I watched it this morning at nine o'clock. I thought, yeah, let's just wake up with that. Well, fuck me. Jeez, dudes, why Justin Bieber? Why not? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Why not Justin Bieber? I mean, I guess if you want to go the complete scale and opposites of everything, then I guess that would be the the route to go, right? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Um, I think we chose it because because of that exact contrast. Yeah. You know, what is the furthest we could get away from who we are and how could we bring that back into metal? (laughs) I mean, okay, so let me get this right. Okay, this is new for me. This is, um, is this death? Deathcore, progressive deathcore, right? Yeah, it's okay. called progressive yeah. deathcore. Okay, yeah, so we, don't we, 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 we don't know. You don't know. Well, this is. Of metal. <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, it does make sense, and and it is extremely popular around the world. So, I mean, you guys are onto something. Not everybody gets an SA Metal uh, Music nomination as well. So, I mean, that must have been sort of luck of yeah. out of the blue for you guys. No, definitely. Was definitely. And what was that for? For um, best best EP for 2018. So that was pretty cool. Best metal EP, I feel. <laughs> Okay, I mean, you guys, what is the history of, of Human Nebula? Because it, yeah, guys haven't been around for all that long. Yeah, take it away, Gareth. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, basically, I, I met Kyle at Copa. And uh, even way back then, we were we were both huge fans of Periphery. And then um, uh, we, we heard By Arts Mergers coming to town. And then Kyle told me uh, he's going to take his friend Tim there. So I was like, okay, sick. And he's telling me like what a badass guitarist he is. And then um, pretty much after watching By Arts Murder live and, and mixed with such a fondness for Prague, that week, I think, straight after that show, we were like, fuck it, let's start our, you know, let's let's slam those two things we love together and let's make our own band. So, and then Human Nebula was born, yeah. Um, Gareth, I, I, want to, I wanted to speak to you quickly now uh, about the vocals because I've got this thing, I don't, I don't, I'm not a hater, but your voice, <laughs> speaking voice, sounds completely and utterly different to me. Your singing voice, what the, oh, yeah. what the fuck, man? I was expecting like this, like this mountain man fucking vocal cord hey, or something. what's up, guys? Yeah, yeah like that, oh, yeah, man. exactly. I, I, I call it throat gravy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he really does. He's not calling that just for the interview. When I, when I tell him to like add some sauce, he's like, you mean throat gravy? And then he just nails it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, well, it's so funny because um, <laughs> I like I used to work at a bar, and people would 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 say that all the time because you know I'm like quite a small dude, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know what to tell you. Uh, how did I you? Guess how, it's just indigestion. Wh- how did you get to how did you suddenly like realize okay well fuck i can i can scream like a bear how, how did you get to that point <laughs> sure i it's really hard to pin it down to one moment and even today i don't consider myself uh there yet i feel like i'm still learning and 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 growing trying to grow my vocals and and shit like that but um oh man it was, it was a whole bunch of different things you know um a jam 
for this other band, Pirate, and they really encouraged me to to step up and be a front man. And uh, I guess like on top of that, you know, everyone just screams in the car when they're driving, you know, and then people look at you and you stop doing it for a second and then you get back into it. And but I don't know. I, I don't know what moment happened for me to do this, but uh, yeah, I, I guess in, encouragement from friends is, is probably the best way to put and, it. And um, the guitars. Now, I've I've been listening for the for the last couple of days. Um, Devo sent everything through to me, and I've been listening to the last couple of days. There's like jazz elements in there. It's like chilled out. It's, what what the hell? It's, I, I'm trying to like pinpoint exactly. I mean, it's not. Pro- it's a progressive. Death call because it's Andromeda. Let's take Andromeda <laughs> for a moment because there's like a suddenly a stop and you just get into this like tackle jazzy guitar sound and, and then it just goes back into it. Yeah. What are your influences? Now I'm, I'm asking now obviously to Kyle and Tim, what, you know, they're your influences for this because there must be something in there in the background. What else, I mean? Uh, you mean like influences in general or? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, what you're just in all your influences. Are- um, that's that's tricky because I think we all have this habit of taking direct influence from whatever we're listening to at the time and then just applying it to what we're writing because it can be a case of like, hey, let's go for like a Ocean's 8 Alaska vibe for this part, or let's let's go super slammy for this part. So it's constantly changing and evolving, but I think everyone's got that handful of strict influences that they, they really try and base their style on. I've probably got one or two myself. I think the, the biggest one is probably, probably Jason Richardson. The dude's a fucking maniac. So if anyone yeah, who's never heard him, you know, if, if you play guitar, you see, you need to hear what, what this guy does and it will probably change your life. <coughs> okay. But yeah, that's about it for me. What do, what do you say, Cal? Yeah. So um, obviously what Tim explained there for, that's exactly how the writing process actually just goes. Like we'll, we'll kind of like lay the songs out in front of us, like very bare bones and say, okay, cool for, uh, that's exactly actually how we did Baby. Um, come to think about that's it. Like, a- um, so <laughs> I remember just like saying, okay, cool. The next part is yours. Uh, so just make it something crazy. Make it like Ocean State Alaska. That's why if people actually go and listen to the rap section um, in, in Baby, how we did it, it, the music doesn't make any sense at all you just really have to listen to what gareth is singing but if you actually listen to the music it's all over the place there, there's no structure and that's what makes it amazing so um influence wise if we're speaking of andromeda especially um, or just in general in general yeah okay um yeah it's basically just a lot of um how the current gen scene is or progressive metal scene is now i guess it's just very veil of maya ish and periphery especially they also have these like very uh, gentle jazz breaks i guess if you want to call it like that and yeah we just really um like tim said we just really get like a direct inspiration off of that and we just apply it to whatever we're doing and see how it fits kyle what accent is that this is my um, American accent that I just like pulled it out of the cover because I thought I could cool it. It was special for Zoom meetings. Bring out the fucking power. I made him. I was like, bro, where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Springs, bro. <laughs> oh, God. God. Oh, you know. Oh, why the American? Why couldn't you have gone for something odd like Russian or something? The Springs because accent I, isn't flat me. They do not really have the best Starbucks <laughs> in so I just choose to associate myself with the best country in the world. <laughs> Comrade. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that'll be, I would need at least three hours then to, to interrogate you then if that's the case. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's talk about um, how you guys have been handling COVID. Let's get that fucking oh. nasty shit out the way first before I get onto the serious oh. questions like what do you like to drink? <laughs> <laughs> Super cereal. 
Well, if you guys must know, right now I'm having a straw rum and coke. Oh, fuck off. Oh, yeah. Man, that's dead serious. The 80% was present for my dad because he heard I was dry and uh, now I think he's trying to kill me. <laughs> no, <you're not> <laughs> Let's pay back for all that growling that's been going on here. Yeah. That throat gravy just adds. <laughs> yeah, that throat gravy's going to get a lot thicker now. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Double cool. C. Some of the other bands that I ask have like uh, very basic set questions. Like, what is the craziest shit that's happened on stage? Okay, so go. Whoever wants to answer can answer it. Gareth has some amazing stories. Go. Uh, <laughs> go, There's a few. I, fuck, I don't know. Um, Tell the one I about did. you getting smacked in the head with the bass guitar. Do that one. That 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 wasn't a, a, on by mistake. Yeah, no. probably not. <laughs> yeah, but I can't tell you how many times my hair has been caught in someone's headstock, and then they just like yank out a dread of it. Oh, you know, so ouch! That that really sucks. That really sucks. But I gotta say, one of the craziest onstage stories I have is that uh, this one time, this. If we you say this one time at band camp right now, I'm gonna switch <laughs> yeah, the microphone go. off. Exactly. One of my friends is gonna come on and do like a surprise guest piece, but instead of him coming on, it was uh, a very drunk elderly woman who just walked on stage, uh, snatched the mic from him, and uh, sang terribly. And everyone was just kind of like, "Oh, I don't know what to do," because you know you can't. I don't know. It's just, it was just awkward. And then she flashed the crowd, and then um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then walked off like nothing happened and then I, I don't know everyone was just frozen and uh, <laughs> yeah that, yeah that that was yeah that's one of them <laughs> and then uh, COVID broke up shit, that is definitely yeah. not a good story how old was she yeah yeah it was embarrassing I I sure I I don't want to assume. But a gentleman never enough, asked. I well, I have to ask. I mean, you could tell by by if they were hanging like low or something. Like, you know? are you like writing down like notes of this woman <laughs> trying to contact? <laughs> I'm very protective. You got a number, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nine one one. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking comeback. That's a classic right there. Yeah. I overheard her, funny enough, early in the night talking about she like lost her kids in a custody battle. So she was able to like drink that pain away. So I think right. she was going through something rough and uh, then proceeded to sing about it to the rest of us. So that was, Damn. you know. Damn. Well, well like, there you go then. Okay, so, uh, yeah. okay, so, so let's ask the, uh, the next one. Uh, we have a... Out of the out of you and Kyle, uh, Tim and Kyle, um, you can choose. Um, what is the weirdest drink you've had on stage? That's Tim, definitely Tim. Why? Why do you say that? Because he's he. Tim, just just explain to the crowd real quick. Oh, Tim doesn't say no. No, oh. not usually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if it counts as a drink, but if it's oh my god, hot, you know, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we might have to censor this conversation. I think. Okay, <laughs> here we go. No, no, it's at least not bodily fluids. I mean, I don't okay. Know. Does it count if it was oh, how disappointing? <laughs> no, but um, I believe it's called a Mexican asshole. <laughs> Sounds spicy. <laughs> Sounds like another gravy train for uh, Gareth. Oh my oh, goodness, no. Just around the rim. Um, but <laughs> it's just half around the rim. And half oh. Tabasco sauce. Okay. Oh. Oh, this sounds quite nice. Yeah, super tasty. Yeah. Who would have thought <laughs> a, the Mexican's asshole would be tasty? Depends on the mix. I don't know. It's try it. <laughs> How many walls have they been over? <laughs> <laughs> That's one sweaty asshole there. 
<laughs> right. Okay. So, so we've gone through the influences and everything like that. Okay. So what is what is the? Uh, okay. This is, this is for Kyle now. What is the stupidest thing that's ever happened on stage to you? Oh God, there can't be that um, many. No, no, I, that's what I'm. That's why I'm actually sighing. I don't really think there's been a lot. Um, like, on there's no joke answer to this, and I feel like we were on a quite a roll giving jokes. <laughs> um, what a fucking letdown. Um, yeah, so Step I'm up, like, Kyle, dude, that's why I'm sighing. Like, <laughs> um, no, like on a, on a on a serious note, like the stupidest thing that's ever happened is like I don't know, string snapping. That's kind of stupid, okay. but um, yeah, that's what, about. What's, that's what's really the funniest stupid. thing that's happened? To you on stage? Um, somebody fell on me. Like somebody from the crowd, like was really into it, and then they were just like jiving. And then next moment, I saw, I looked up, and this like guy that's like almost two times taller than I am just like falls on me, and then I fall onto my amp, and basically he's lying on top of me while I'm playing guitar. And I thought, okay, cool. I, I didn't. I guess we can cuddle, but I prefer <laughs> it after the show. But I don't know. <laughs> Okay, all right. That's that. That's a nice story. It's not sort of. It's not too yeah, bad. it's. I miss that hey. guy actually. <laughs> you get his number. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Happy ending for everybody. Great. Still talk. Uh, rig rundown. Um, okay, let's let's start off with uh, the guitars. Okay, you guys like Ibanez guitars, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Or Ibanez. Is Ibanez what is it? Listening? Is it Ibanez or Ibanez? I'll fucking tag those it, fuckers. I, I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think if Paul says it, it's Albany. <laughs> uh, okay, is, is, is that the Springs Ibanez. version? <laughs> it's Ibanez. No, it's Ibanez. Ibanez. From Jamaica, who would have thought it? Yeah. Ibanez. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Ibanez. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, so I'm not, because the, the drummer and, and the bassist aren't here, yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to bother to even go down that road. And it's just typical that the drummer and the bassist isn't here. Yeah, you know, typical, always late. Oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, shout, shout out to Dale and Gavin, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll get you at yeah. some point, don't worry. Um, I just want to f- find out the recording process behind uh, the single that was released today, Baby. How did that get done? Um, yeah, actually, interesting enough, like I, um, we released a video of that exactly explaining how we um, did it. It's on the channel as well. Okay, so on the YouTube channel. It's on the YouTube channel. Yeah, okay, like the it, links um, will be in the description below, people, so you can click on those to go find out how that was done. So we can just move on to the next fucking question, then. Perfect. <laughs> Unless you want to answer, you can answer it if you want. Kyle, Kyle, give us a rundown, bro. Oh, give you a rundown. Me. All right. So basically, we had the initial idea to do do this song, of course, and then me and Tim got to the writing. How we basically got down doing the writing is I would I was actually here in Springs now. I'm currently here in Springs. I'm not in Pretoria where my studio usually is. So I'm here in Springs. I was working off of a laptop, basically just programming the drums off of the ideas that I had. Um, I think obviously in the description, you guys can see that we worked with a, a Mozambican R&B hip hop producer called Maddie G, which is actually a very close friend of mine. So um, I just gave him basically the order of like making this uh, trappy intro beat because I obviously have no idea how to make that stuff as good as he does. And then just started programming drums to it, to obviously all the ideas. And then I'll, I'll record a guitar idea, basically um, send the stems directly through to Tim so that he can obviously work his magic on that. And then, like I said earlier, we'll just go back and forth. I'll basically say, okay, cool. I'll take the verse section and the chorus. You can take the, uh, the, the second chorus verse and then the bridge or whatever, and we'll work like that. So 
yeah and then basically when i got back to pretoria a while back i just recorded the uh the bass on a very good friend of mine as well chris Anopoulos, who plays for technopath in bolvidinia he um was kind enough to let me record the bass on his amazing five string fender jazz bass so that was that was awesome and then, beautiful yeah and i got mr mr throat gravy in the in the studio as well and then we just laid down some vocals and that's basically the the very bare minimum rundown of that no i, I was just gonna double up on carl and say the boys would record their raw di and then send it to kyle and then kyle and i live together and that's how we did the vocals yeah okay in this car <laughs> okay cool <laughs> I, I wanted to i want to ask you now um a couple of um podcasts that i've done i've asked musicians uh, particularly the drummers program versus live drums tracking where do you guys stand on that i would say live if you can absolutely yeah definitely yeah okay. but, but for baby you option, did program right yeah yes. obviously due to the certain, uh, yeah due to the certain situation like and actually due to our constant situation we don't have all the necessary like equipment to go and record like proper live drums you know at a cost-effective rate because otherwise it'll it'll be really tough to kind of like put live drums on that but definitely that's our main preference as a i'd say as a, as a band and also individual musicians we just love the authentic sound of that but obviously if you got what you got you know you got to make it work you can't let the, the let the train stop you know when this ends and the next stuff that you're going to do and we're going to we're going to touch on that now is are you going to go into a studio and track the live drums or are you going to stick with the with the program drums um, for for a baby or for no 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 for, for for upcoming stuff, yeah. For future music. Future, yeah, future, future stuff, yeah. yeah. What are you going to um, do? If we can, and, and this is blown over, we would definitely prefer to track live drums. I know that everybody has their, their um, you know, their financial limits and, and things like that. Some don't, so they, they can afford to be in a studio and, and do stuff like that. Of course. You know, so yeah. it boils down to financial, what you can afford and availability yeah. and, and everything like that. Exactly. I want to find out from you guys, how difficult is it when you go out to play live at clubs and gigs and locations, wherever that you, you play, to play on other people's um, equipment? I'd say not at all. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I've never had um, any problems really, and especially depending on who it is that's you know, providing the equipment or whose equipment that you're playing on. The guys in Facing the Gallows have always been really cool with letting us play on their rigs, and it always sounds and feels great. You know? um, the guys involved with Dinya have always been really really cool and letting us play through their rigs and it always sounded great so I'd say, I'd say no. Um, I and think even the point Sim is trying to make here is that honest. everybody else's gear is better than ours. It's <laughs> <laughs> never a problem. It's never a problem. <laughs> and the vocalist just sits back and let them all fight it out. <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> Okay, so Pillars of Society, um, I listened to that the last couple of days. That, uh, how do you guys get so fucking technical? I'm talking about the guitars and, well, I mean, just you, you guys in general. How can you hear? Like, okay, let me, let me ask this question to, to, to Gareth. How can you hear when to start singing? Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a labyrinth. To, to navigate through. But, um, um, you know, because I am such a huge fan of Periphery, I've often wondered that about Spencer Sotelo. There's a bunch of songs where like no sections repeat and he just nails it. But um, I do jam guitar as well. So I think that really helps me. Uh, I, th I think right. it helps me to know where the one of this section is and the one of this section is. And right. 
you know, and yeah, I, I don't know. It, yeah, I, I think Kyle and Tim just get me and I, I think I just get them. So it, just it works. works out. Yeah. It, it, it just works. I, I don't, I don't have to really think too hard. You know, they give me a track and I'll sit with it. And, and I don't know, it, it, it seems to fall in place. I think when you got the right members, it's, it's, it's easy. And, and Veil was the yeah. first single that you guys released. Is that, is that correct? Yes. It, see that that's it also, a, oh isn't it oh no no it doesn't matter i mean it's, <laughs> they were for the new like, stuff yeah. it is the new single yeah for the for the new album yeah. coming but the the very first single we did was off of uh of creation so that was get sick get sick now that's the one song that i've played over and over a couple of times that's that's a that's a good okay. fucking song that <laughs> thanks I mean, Thank that's you. that's like, like when, whenever somebody or like Devo or sends me bands to to do this sort of chat thing with, always go through mm. the albums and listen and listen and listen, and then I start adding to my metal playlist or to my rock playlist or whatever, and get sick. Is currently got three and a half stars, and it's and it's in my metal playlist. Not that I'm saying that the awesome. others the, the <laughs> others aren't great, but get sick stands cool. out. And I've seen on some of the oh. the set lists that you guys have, have posted up on your Facebook page, and everything will be in the description below. You can click on there and go and find out more about human nebula get sick is is often quite there and this brings me to my next question when you guys play live you haven't released a whole bunch of stuff how long do you usually play for yeah um so uh, uh incidentally the majority of the gigs we land are just half an hour slots <laughs> that's Perfect. been working in our favor <laughs> till we uh <laughs> write new material because now, um, now what's I happening with... we had like yeah that that's it we were just lucky that um when we started out we i think we, we were just under 30 minutes and and most of the gigs we play is a half an hour slot so we haven't had to push the bill yet but we do have much more stuff now thank you okay. <laughs> okay good yeah so I, was, I was just gonna ask what have you guys got coming up next for human nebula i think right now at this stage there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding lockdown and and um band members movements to do stuff like that so i would say just writing and and recording where we can but in in terms of playing any shows it we really don't know we mm -hmm. don't know what's going to happen yeah. yeah we we haven't really been actively looking for anything not even for next year because you know we just want to um get music out online right and, and until the air clears yeah no that makes I mean, obviously makes uh, sense because we, <laughs> we could be in lockdown until 2021 yeah, at this stage, it's very likely. Yeah. Although on Monday yeah. we can go out and buy booze, so that's a good thing. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Priorities are set straight and square on that one. You say that uh, just keep um, recording, well, not recording, but writing new material. Kyle, Tim, anything penned down or anything like that? There's yeah. actually a bunch of material that's already written. That's It just really yeah. needs to be kind of finalized and, and just finished. But there's a lot of there's pretty much a whole album of material that's that's just there to be worked on how long will it yeah. take um, okay. well like <laughs> i don't you know what i'm gonna confess i i'm i'm, I'm I, I need to catch up to the boys because kyle and tim have written a bunch of stuff and recorded a bunch of stuff so i'm slowly putting together the vocals for, for each track so there's a whole bunch of content i just need to get off my ass and and do some vocals so are we talking <laughs> about a 2021 release we hope so. um 
Yeah. Nothing good. That's hardly We possible. initially, like, last year, or even in the beginning of the year, I think. No, last year. Last year. Um, we planned on actually doing the entire album this year. But obviously not due yes. to this entire situation now. I think everybody's plans have changed drastically. So I think everybody's just taking, like, a little bit of a back foot and kind of, like, just evaluating the situation, making sure everything's, like, really polished this time. So I think we've kind of gotten a little bit more time now. So I think next year um, would be a perfect time to kind of like release an entirely fully fledged album that really kind of like says who we are because even if you listen to the single Andromeda I'd personally say that it really doesn't sound like anything else on the uh, the EP that we've released earlier you know so I think for the new stuff it's really gonna be like human nebula defined if you would put it like that so and now mm. we just have more time to work on that that's a lot of the reasoning beyond why we decided to do a cover now because we want to work on material we, exactly, we, yeah. we don't really have the means to do the original material now with the kind of seriousness that I think we want to go so, so yeah, when you when you when cover. you wake up in the morning do you suddenly go hey fuck I've got a riff idea let me just put that down on I mean what do you record it on do you just you know use your phones to record a riff and send it to your mate and say there you go what do you think or something like that <laughs> I don't know if Tim can actually remember this but because when we were actually writing the EP we'd constantly like just record ourselves like mouthing riffs like a bunch of fools you know like these like very outrageous like genty riffs exactly so I'll be like, exactly it'll just be like these stupid voice notes and then eventually we'll have time to sit down and just go through these voice notes we'll end up like laughing at ourselves more than actually trying to like salvage riffs out of that so yeah i think that's sometimes it, it it was, like you know sometimes there was actual writing sessions where we would sit and write together or one of us yeah. would have a part ourselves or um record it over the phone or make a video but but it's it's really down to the moment how what you have at your disposal at the moment to capture that idea before it drifts away that is very true because even if i have to like sit and think now just for a stupid example a song like great escape on the ep I can't for the life of me remember, or even any song on that EP for, 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 that, for that reason, I can't remember how we actually got to like write songs like that. I think it was just like super spur of the moment. You just sit and you just hit record, you just write and it just goes. Yeah, we sat for so long and trying to like put these things together and then we can't even like remember one thing right. like on how we put it together. It just happens. <laughs> why, why, why is Gareth laughing? Because these boys are just so extreme. You know, they're downplaying themselves. They fully produce tracks to the maximum and they go until the early hours of the morning just writing and recording and producing. And um, yeah, they're just awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, we've, we've got a few minutes left, another five minutes or, or thereabouts. So I want to I wanna just simply ask, how do you think it's going to be perceived, um, the baby single? Oh, <laughs> Hopefully cool. not as the original song was. <laughs> no, no, you want. You, well, depends. Depends who you ask. The financial Most people. Or... Song. Yeah. <laughs> the original got like a billion views. <laughs> yeah, but it also got like a billion dislikes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it probably got a trillion likes, or maybe a, maybe a million dislikes. That's uh, also know. true. I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know. What point? What is... point do you get to when you say, "Well, fuck! I've sold my soul here," or you know, is, doesn't that really come into play? No. Man, I can tell you. Well. <laughs> I can't speak for the others, but I was shaking my head the entire time because yeah. my whole memory of the incident is like 
hey Gary, you want to do a Bieber song? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm down. And then before I knew it, it was like recorded and produced and whatever, and then I did vocals the next day. And I was like, what just happened? I feel like I've been flash grenade. Dude, that shit just get you know? real, fucking hell. Yeah, it got super real, man. Like in 48 hours, I was doing vocals for it. You know, once they showed me the track, I was like, oh my God, like, how did I get here? I, th but, I think I think the strangest true. thing is, it's, it's, it's like a, how can I say it's like the worst fucking song in history, but it's done by yeah. an awesome <laughs> fucking band. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of like I, 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 I like to dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other covers in mind? You could think that you might uh, put out while we're still in this whatever stage we're in, stage and four, stage three. That's for us to know. That's for us to know, and for you, like. Ah, oh, come out. on. We, we, we do. <laughs> we do have one in the pipeline, but that's. We're gonna be those guys, and you know, we'll let you know when it's ready. Okay, <laughs> yeah. is it gonna come out soon? Soon enough. <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> a month? Two months? A week? Tomorrow? Let's let's one say we're bargaining. <laughs> one of those. Yeah. On one of That's those. That's a answers. great help. Yeah. That. <laughs> It'll be one of those. You know, somewhere. Pick anyone. Or in yeah, between, or in between. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I yeah, just want to want to say um, the, the albums, uh, the the singles, and the EP is um, is new for me. A new sort of form of musical that I'm, I'm getting into it quite a bit, and I'm I'm not listening with those deaf ears. I'm listening now with open ears and, and taking on board what's what's mm. actually being done. And the scene is is pretty fucking awesome, and the musicianship between you guys is quite stellar. And uh, dare I say it, I'm becoming a fan of deathcore, progressive deathcore. So there we go. Wow. Awesome, Thank man. Awesome. You Thank you very awesome. much. Well, guys, we've got Gareth, Kyle, and Tim from Human Nebula. What does it mean, Human Nebula? I can tell you what it means to me, if it helps. But I remember distinctly <laughs> around the time like we were going over band names and stuff. One of the original names we had was uh, the Exticles before we got to Human Nebula. Then we had uh, Cube Hammer. Didn't work, um, is my favorite. <laughs> I was just going to say, you got my vote for Pube Hammer right, right off the bat. <laughs> I loved Pube Hammer as well. Don't, don't count it out yet. You might see it. <laughs> A side project. Side project. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like one of the big points of discussion was that blue dot photo, that NASA uh, blue dot photo, and kind of got into the lines of like, we are the, the universe experiencing itself. I remember this, this conversation. Maybe yeah. it was just, but still. And something about that just sounded so right for what we were doing. And it just felt right at the time. I don't remember exactly who had the name Human Nebula um, <clears throat> specifically, but it just it just seemed to work with what was going on. I think it was Gary. Was it you? Was it you or Carl? I don't know. No, it was, it was Kyle that came up with the name, but your description is right on the money, dude. That's exactly. That's perfect, yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. There we have it. Human Nebula. Jeepers. Progressive deathcore band from Pretoria, South Africa. Who would have thunk it? Awesome, guys. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to chat. I'm sorry it's such a short time. Seems to go by so bloody quickly, these, these things. So I just want to yeah. thank you for taking the time out on uh, on an evening to have a chat with me and uh, wishing you the best of luck with uh, the baby, the song that I like, dislike. And um, <laughs> I, I hope you have uh, an awesome rest of uh, year ahead and uh, that we get to hear much more from you all. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. For thank, yeah, thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you so Cheers. much for having us. It's been, it's been sick. Thank you so much. Man. Alrighty, man.